ESM Bucks QuickCast. I'm Jake Shapiro alongside Ryan Koningsberg. We're coming to you live from the Blake Street Tavern. The Buffaloes just dropped a basketball game. They lost 83-95 to to the Washington Cougars. Huskies. I knew I'd do that. I knew I'd do that. I was saying Huskies, and I always do that. Anyways, uh, no laughing matter tonight. The Buffs really played a, a bad basketball game. And coming into the game, the major storyline, I think, from the CU perspective was they could perhaps tie Washington for the lead at, atop the Pac-12 if they had won tonight and knocked off the Washington Huskies. <laughs> but they did not do that. And uh, in the, at a court that has given CU many nightmares tonight, an, another really poor showing for the Buffaloes. Right. In the unfortunate thing is they come in um, with a chance, like you said, to, to position themselves to be in first place at the end of this weekend, to be in, in tied for first place um, right now besides USC, who's yet to play this week. But it's just unfortunate for them because Tad Boyle talks so much about defense and rebounding. And for them to come into a game where they, ta- they wanted to you know, defend so well um, and rebound the ball so well, and that's really all they had to do to win this game. And they get out-rebounded 39-34. to 34. Uh, They give up 95 points on 50% from the field. Um, they allow them to shoot 47% from behind the arc. They give Andrew Andrews, who they talk so much about trying to stop, they let him score 33 points. Um, it, he's 17 free throws for him from the line. It's just exactly what they had talked about doing and what they wanted to do coming into this game, they completely failed at it. Uh, And that's, uh, no matter how you slice it, that's discouraging. Now all of a sudden, something that's very discouraging, two straight games, the Buffaloes have given up 50% shooting to the opponents or more. Uh, In the Oregon game and in the Washington game, the 95 points that they allowed tonight was the most they've allowed in any game this season. And all of a sudden... For a team that's gone back and forth between their offense being hot and cold, their defense now has gotten cold. Right, and that can't that can't stay like that because this team, while they can score, um, they're coached to defend the ball. They're coached to, to play defense, and when they don't do that, it's it's not going to work out for them on most nights. Uh, it worked out for them in a game like Auburn against a team like that. Well, that's not going to fly in the Pac-12 conference. You're playing a team that gives up, that scores 94 points a game. You better bring it on defense. Uh, they don't. They give up 95 points in the game. That just doesn't work for Tad Boyle, it's, and it's never going to. Um, you give up 49% from the field on the road, especially, you are absolutely never going to win in this conference. It is just not going to happen. So now, when they came into this weekend, this week, I, the Pac-12 says the weekend starts on Wednesday, Wednesdays. As you've been seeing, Shap, I've been totally on board with weekends starting on Wednesdays. But now, with a chance coming into this week to end, in, end the week in first place, well, now you're worried about ending the week uh, in a bad place. And cause, because now you're sitting at 3-3, three and three, and all of a sudden you can be 3-4 and four with a bad loss on your resume. Easily. The Buffs have struggled in road games. That's been one of the storylines of Tad Boyle's tenure in Colorado. They haven't this year. They dropped to 3-2 and two on the road this year. But meanwhile, they're 1-2 and two on the road in the Pac-12 uh, play. But, you know, looking at this uh, more minusculely, they let Andrew Andrews get to the line 17 times, something you mentioned. They let him get 15 shots up. He hit seven of them. No surprise there. He's plus 11 from the field. He had 30 minutes. He had six boards and four assists. He has a monster game. You can't have that happen if you're looking to beat Washington on the road. 
it's just impossible for that to happen or for that to happen and for the Buffs to expect to win. And the guy I think they thought was going to stop Andrew Andrews was Tomasaki Zili. And uh, maybe not completely, but he was going to play a hand in helping stop Andrew Andrews. And he did not, he, he probably had the worst game of his young career. Right. I mean, Tommy goes 0 for 6 from the field, 0 for 3 from distance. Uh, one point on the game, he, I think he had two turnovers, one assist. Um, just didn't play well. I think, you know, uh, he just kind of got overwhelmed by the environment, maybe a little too much responsibility, too quick for him. But I don't think Tad Boyle was counting on Thomas Akizili to come in here and stop Andrew Andrews. It was always going to be a group effort. They were always going to switch the screens. Uh, and they just didn't have anyone who was, who was going to do it tonight, not to mention the, the rim protectors. First of all, Josh Scott gets in foul trouble in the first half. Um, that kills your rim protection. And Wesley Gordon just had one of his Wesley Gordon games where he wasn't really going to bring it. Um, and so, you know, you look at Wesley's stat line, six points on two of three, four rebounds. Four rebounds? Four rebounds for Wesley Gordon. Uh, you're talking about four rebounds for Wesley Gordon, and you're going to lose that game. Four for George King, too, who also plays a major part into the rebounding situation. So it was one of those deals where against a guy who's going to be able to get to the rim against most of your perimeter defenders, the Buffaloes didn't have their rim protectors out there, and so they were just fouling out there. I mean... Andrew Andrews makes 16 free throws. The Buffaloes as a team make 18. Uh, they didn't bring it defensively. Wesley Gordon didn't bring it defensively. Josh got a couple ticky-tack fouls, which killed him defensively. The perimeter defenders, who can't really play defense that well anyway, didn't bring it defensively. And uh, you add all that up, and it turns into 95 points for the opponent. It's funny that one of the major storylines in this game was Andrew Andrews at the foul line because this weekend in practice, Tad Boyle was actually asked a question about how much Andrew Andrews gets to the line compared to his team. And in this game, Andrew Andrews gets to the line 17 times. The Buffs as a whole get to the line 26 times. Right. I mean, they shoot 69 nice from the free throw line, but that percentage is not <laughs> I mean, you know, he's 16 for 17. You're 18 to 26. Whatever, nothing went, nothing went right for the Buffs aside from Dom Collier shooting 6 of 7 from 3. Honestly, nothing went right for the Buffs aside from Dom Collier shooting 6 of 7 from 3. Um, Josh Scott was all right. I mean, Josh, 12 and 18. I say, I say Josh Scott was all right. He had 18 and 12. But, I mean, he had a lot of offensive rebounds for easy putbacks. He wasn't necessarily going to work down there. And like I said, that foul trouble in the first half, um, kind of to me at the time, put to bed any chance of them making a run late in that half. Um, Tad did, broke his cardinal rule and actually let Josh back in there late in the half, which I've only, I've now seen him do three times. Uh, and he did it with Spencer Dinwiddie against Kansas. He did it with a Skia Booker in one game that I can't remember, and now he's done it with Josh Scott. Tad Boyle will only do that if he's desperate. Another thing Tad Boyle did tonight is he went to zone. Another thing he's only doing if he's desperate. Um, Tad knew how big this game was, uh, and his team just really didn't bring it. They really uh, did not come to play, and I think that's very fair to say. They didn't come to play in the Cal game either, and this scoreboard's a little bit prettier than the Cal game, but really it wasn't close until the end. The Buffaloes won on a 19-6 to run over the six of the last 10 minutes of the game. Uh, before that, it, it really wasn't close. It was, it was a blowout for a large portion of this game. Uh, 
the Washington Huskies led in this game for 32 minutes. The Buffs led for four uh, minutes, and the largest lead for the Huskies was 22. The Buffs never led by more than three. So you're looking at that, and you really were never in this game uh, for the Buffs. And it's just unfortunate to see because the Buffs, like we said at the intro, they had a killer opportunity coming into this weekend to not only sweep, but to put themselves atop the Pac-12 conference heading into another homestand. And now we're talking about them trying to stay afloat above 500. It changes every single weekend where the Buffs are. And it's almost like bipolar where the standings are and how we feel after every weekend. But if the Buffs don't win on Saturday, it's going to be very bad news for this team. Well, here's the beautiful thing about conference play in college basketball. All you have to do is split on the road. So you can put out the worst possible performance you could possibly imagine, just like they did against Cal, uh, and you come back and win the second half of it against a a weaker team, and everything's uh, sunshine and rainbows. I mean, you come back feeling good. You're singing the fight song on the flight home. Um, You really, as Tyler Ziskin told us on his On the Bubble segment earlier in the week, uh, you stay basically right where you were in RPI if you split. So <sighs> huge missed opportunity for them tonight. Um, and I think we knew about two quarters of, two-thirds of the way through the first half that it wasn't happening for them. Um, so you just turn the page. You got to turn the page and you look to Washington State. You look at arguably the worst team in the conference and you say, let's go get a win. Let's go get a win, get a split get the heck out of the Northwest, get away from these hipsters, come back to Boulder, get back, trade hipsters for hippies, and get back to work. The two things you can't happen uh, if you're Tad Boyle, or have happened if you're Tad Boyle, are defense and rebounding. The lapses there, they had both happened uh, tonight. They also had lapses in keeping themselves out of foul trouble. They also had lapses with the turnovers. Uh, every single player that played uh, significant minutes besides Xavier Talton and Tory Miller had two or more turnovers in this game. Even Josh Scott had three. A really rough night all around for them. The only positive area, they, they shot the ball kind of solidly. Uh, it wasn't spectacular, but they, they made a couple good shots uh, at times. Nothing really to write home about, but if you're looking for positives in this game, if you look too hard, you might want to, you, you, could, you could name that one one if you're trying so hard to look for positives. Here's what I say. You take away Dom Collier, you take him out of that stat line, they, they, had, a, they yeah. had an ugly stat line shooting the ball. Uh, they had an ugly night from three. I mean, look at this. Beside, Dom, beside, Co- Dom Collier yeah. shoots six of seven from three. Well, aside from Dom Collier, they shoot... Three of 16. Three of 16 outside of Dom Collier from behind the arc. And your guards besides Dominique Collier, Xavier Talton, and Thomas Akizili went 0 for 11 from the field. So, I mean, that's not where a majority of your scoring is coming from, but those are 11 missed shots and 11 opportunities. You know, it's just they, they were getting in the Oregon game not only points from their top players, but they were getting points from their role players, and that's just something that didn't happen tonight, and you see why they play as poorly as they did. Guys not named Dominique Collier, George King, or Josh Scott scored 26 points tonight. It's not going right. to work. Uh, so, anyways. They, but, 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 but. They you, score 83 points. In Tad Boyle's world, 83 points is about a 20-point win uh, in an, if things are going the way he wants them to go. So, I can't really blame the offense. I, I know Dom Collier scoring 21 points is a bit of an aberration, but if you score 83 uh, 
a tad boil a tad boil run team should win anytime they score 83 points if they're buying into his principles. UW averaged 1.2 points per possession tonight. Awful. It, it's that that's. But again, that the Buffs averaged over one point per possession. So uh, it's it, all it's, defensive. Right. It was and, all defensive. But is it, is it a matter of them turning on switches and off switches? Because like I, I, I said this earlier, you know, they've had their offense go hot and cold at times. You know, is maybe that's happening on defense right now, too. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, it's college basketball. I mean, it's 18 to 21-year-old kids out there playing ball. It's not this perfect science, you know. It's never going to be the same on any given night, and I think that's why people like you, me, and Tyler, who's sitting right by us, love this sport is because it's so unpredictable and it's so special in that way. Uh, I know it's frustrating for fans to watch their team give up 95 points. I know it's frustrating for them to see their team squander opportunities in this game, but in the end it comes back to, to, to why we love the, the sport in terms of anything can happen on any given night, and the Buffaloes who have been a good a good defensive team in the Pac-12 conference thus far they didn't bring it tonight and you see what happens when that happens the buffaloes finish this washington trip at washington state in pullman on saturday that game is on the Pac-12 networks at 7 o'clock mountain standard time ryan you got anything else to say um yeah there was a bi- there was a bigger matchup tonight uh, here at the Blake Street Tavern, that was Ryan Konigsberg and Lauren Huggins head-to-head on the Papa shot. And I'm pleased to let everyone know that Ryan Konigsberg won that matchup three out of five uh, with a buzzer-beating three on the last tiebreaker game to win it all. Clutch. That's going to wrap up the BSN Buffs quick cast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to our real good friends over at the Blake Street Tavern. Tyler, you guys got a watch party here Saturday for the Buffs game, right? So come out to that. Come out to the watch party Saturday night, 7 o'clock, for the Buffs game against the Washington State Cougars in Pullman. Uh, For Ryan Koningsberg, you can follow him on Twitter, at Ryan Koningsberg. I am Jake Shapiro, at Shapalicious. Give us a Cougar. Ooh. All I think of is Lisa Mann now because of Price. <laughs> All I can think of is Belen De Leon, Belen who's De Leon. only like 32. <laughs> our, our man Luis was here tonight, and he, he was the one that got that too, Belen De Leon. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Luis. All right. Anyways, you can follow us on Twitter at BSN Buffs. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, rate and subscribe to the podcast, uh, do all that stuff, iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, you know, we're on a lot of things. Follow us on BSNBuffs.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.